0: Right, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, and that's all that counts to me. Goodbye and good night thanks. This is Mike Semple, BB from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boyd, Rich Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs, shopping out the rest of the IWC. We yeah. gonna tell her how it is, we gonna shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gonna rip from the biz. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend, now let's get it on the road. Ay. One Nation sports, One nation, sports, One nation, sports. Welcome to One Nation
1: Radio. And now here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. and thank. you. You for
0: listening. Socialsuitsx
1: B W B, what's up? What's up, Wale, and this One Nation Radio. Yeah, I
0: know. Welcome to the January Fourteenth edition of One Nation Live. James, what's going on, man?
1: not too much just enjoying the best week of uh nfl football there is which is the divisional round where you have you know the eight best teams going at it or they eight teams still remaining going at it so um it's been a fun weekend so far uh we'll see what happens um in the next an hour or so when uh, my vikings go out here and and, and lose at home because they have a bad quarterback but uh yeah we'll see
0: oh man um so who are y'all playing the Saints. Mm, I don't even. It's I in Minnesota. Even. Oh, okay. Uh, what that mean? That's indoors, right? So, so uh, Drew. I mean, either way, it's, about to be it's, at it's, home. Either
1: way, it's indoors. Well, for me, I have flashbacks from that 2010 NFC Championship game, so I would rather preferred. Like, if it's going to be in a dome, I prefer it to be, you know, the home dome as opposed to, you gotcha. know. So he putting out hit. People putting out uh, what do you call it? Uh, putting out money on uh, Brett Favre's ankles and heads. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah, man. So um, a lot of a lot happened in in wrestling this week. This is kind of our first real show of the year. We did a review for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, we did some um, award shows uh, for the other weeks, but we're actually jumping back into it a little bit. So good old WWE talk. James, how do you feel about this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no man like you look at what they gave us on TV um these first I guess two episodes of the year, or first four episodes of the year and like ain't really too much to discuss like luckily there's some news for us to talk about but like the t- the TV products been kind of like dry? Um, what do you say yeah dry um really lacking like le- a lot left to be desired all all things synonymous with, with Lapore. Like, it's, it's not really been uh, – they. I mean, they've had a lot of – they've had some good matches and whatnot, but for the most part, uh, it's been a lot of long matches that kind of, like, make up for the fact that, like, we don't really have a direction to go, so let's, like, shut down, like, the storytelling aspect of this thing and, and put it in, like, neutral until, like, you know, the real stars show up.
0: Um, Jerry Lark says get these hands boy BOI that is um, <laughs> we'll, we'll jump right into a question from Simon um, um, right away uh, yeah <laughs> actually uh, I'm gonna save that question Simon for, um, for our John Cena and Brock Lesnar discussion so that's I think that's a uh, fair question so let me uh, just put that one to the side but um, getting started, uh, we got some unfortunate news this week. I touched on it a little bit on the Anchor podcast I did Um <clears throat> it is the apparent end of Paige's career she was told that she would not be cleared by wwe doctors um, due to um, a neck injury that was sustained during a six-woman tag and uh, at a house show and notably she didn't wrestle last week on raw she was doing the uh manager thing james like from everything you've seen about this uh how big of a loss is this and then you know what did Paige like what is Paige's like you know it's kind of quick to jump to what is her legacy but fuck it let's do it
1: okay so it's a loss because at one point in time she was positioned as the top star in the division at one point um and at a point she was also like when she was downgraded she was downgraded to the top baby face of the division behind um the top star who was nikki bella uh when the women came, when the horsewoman came in, the three of them, uh, they positioned it to where she was the top star that wasn't a uh, that wasn't a horsewoman. So it, it, it's it's they they made use of her uh, h- highly amongst at the time, given what they were doing without the women at that point. Like they they made use of her as well as as much as any other women. So she 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 was a, she was one of their stars, and I mean it was you know. It happened from what 2014 till um, now, but like I mean, that's three years. Three years in, in wrestling time goes by really, really fast. So, like, it's
0: like it's a whole other era right now.
1: Yeah, she missed a year of that, and, and, and it sucks because you know she, given her age, was she 25, 24? 25 now. Yeah, like you know, you would think at that age, you know, this person could be could potentially be around for. Her. Still a good amount of time. She could be a a, a cog in your long term future, and I, you know, it's, it's sad that it, it, is, it seems that it's over. Um, I saw you mention a point about, or mentioned earlier somewhere um, about, you know, the way that they're they're in they're basically saying she's done. Um, in some, you know, in some circles, uh, it can be considered that she might be getting like railroaded here, but. Mm-hmm. Um, because but yeah, you mentioned like they compare, like you can compare it to like the Daniel Bryan thing or whatever, where it's like, well, they do have an incentive to keep him away because like it kind of gets in the way of it could potentially get in the way of Roman Reigns. Well, there's also the part where like you know they you know if not for the the movie and everything with the the Rock's movie, they would have fired her. during the, when she was going. Right, right. So that could be a part where it's like, well. You know, That's we what kind I of want like, to get rid of you. Let me, let's just you know, wash our hands of the whole situation, and it ends on a on a positive note, as opposed to you know, we ask not to to falling out because she still makes good use of her as an ambassador for um, the UK.
0: Right, and and I, I I think you touched on it. Like you know, the thing with Daniel Bryan that is completely different than the situation is that you know uh, he's in the way. You know of their plans, like like nobody else in his situation and i i I will go to my grave believing that as a thing um but as far as Paige you know uh you touch on it like you know she was one of the top stars aside from the horseman my feeling was she's a little bit like CM Punk in a sense where um, she got her trap stole essentially by, you know, someone that was able to read her playbook and then, you know, apply it better, like in the four horsemen or four horsewomen. Mm -hmm. Um, Paige will always, you know, I think her legacy will always carry that match against Emma and that will tell, you know, it it showed WWE that the women could do more because um, you know, I had a very narrow view of women's wrestling at the time, and when that happened, it was like, "Wow, it's not that they're not wrestling like this." Because apparently, it has been going on longer and in the world than we've ever really been exposed to. But right. that match is never going to get lost. But I don't know if you know she ever matched that level again. You know, I don't think she was like you know a, a star on the main roster in the way that. You would have uh, expected her to be, and it may, it may be a case of too much too soon with Paige.
1: It could be that. It could also be, you know, we, me, you were talking about this when, um, like, all full disclosure, like, a lot of y'all, you know, have really disliked, like, the AJ style, or sorry, the AJ Lee, you know, reign of terror is, you, know, you know, um, yes. from 2013 to Trash. whatever, um, and apart part. Yeah, and a part of that, when me was my decision, was like, well, yeah, she was media. Yeah, she wasn't necessarily the best, but like, there are other alternatives that they went to that weren't exactly the best, that weren't exactly the greatest thing in the world either. They, they were also like would, would not clear the bar for what you actually want to see on an everyday basis. So, you look at you know in, a, in that same time period, you look at like who was there to as a quote unquote dancing partner, and there really wasn't much you know in the way of being able to put on quality matches, unless you know you have somebody that can literally you know. Work magic with with um, lesser talent. Like I'm not expecting everybody to be AJ Styles here. You know what I mean? Right. Or Daniel Bryan. So uh, she she had that to deal with as well. Like I think the biggest tell for me was how good she was when was um her first match back. Her first singles match back. She she had that match on Raw with uh, Sasha Banks, and I was like, my God, like this is probably her best match she's had since the Emma match, probably, Uh and. You think all that time off for her to come back in there and do that with somebody that you know we consider to be a, a, a something approaching or maybe even possibly just flat out a a, um, a prodigious talent to Sasha? And you see, like when well, she's she can she can have these kind of matches that you know that we thought she always could, and but she rarely ever if ever delivered after the NXT thing. It's just she needed to be in there in the right situation with with other people, and um, and and now you see what's. That, that she's done is kind of sad because looked like she possibly was going to be doing like her best work her best in-room work on, on wwe television um of her career mm-hmm. and now it's 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 gone
0: yeah um i and, and i'm just gonna go right at the elephant in the room there is a uh a large contingent of fans apparently sasha banks is um uh, social media accounts were assaulted, uh, essentially by, uh, as Sierra turned them, termed them deranged page fans <laughs> who were looking for somebody to blame her injury on. Um, I, I kind of Im- immediately discredited, discredited that because a, we don't have real video of what happened. B wrestlers get hurt all the time. B Set, third. Paige was out here on, on a flimsy neck, apparently, and then, you know, as the new information you stated, her personal doctors didn't clear her, but WWE did, and, you know, the, the deal with, you know, sports teams and their, uh, you know, medical uh, treatment, that can be agenda driven, so yeah, there, you know, maybe it was a situation where, you know, the, the bill was coming due, and then the bill just came due on her body. Yeah, that's true. Like, my whole thing when it
1: comes to, like, wrestlers getting injured is like,
0: oh, great, like,
1: so you're telling me, like, the the sun's gonna come up tomorrow. Like, of course, like, guys, of course, it's wrestling. Like, people get hurt. Like, this isn't a if, this isn't a if thing. It's a win thing. Um, now, as far as, like, the Sasha thing, like, hey, like, you know, I, I I don't really go that route. I'm always like, hey, one, is this person have, have a track record of hurting people? Sasha? No. Um, is this person, uh, did this person do anything in the ring that, like, clearly could have hurt somebody? I don't know that. So, until I see some type of video evidence of her, like, recklessly kicking her, like, like the way that Sheamus kicked out, uh, was it Matt Hart? Yeah, was it Jeff Hardy's, Jeff Hardy's toothy Steve. kicked him? Kicked yep. his mouth? Yeah. Like, unless it's something like that, then I'm not really buying it because, like you said, like, she has a stack of diamonds for her neck, um... And you know how that is with with wrestlers. I mean, keep mind this, she has a lot of mileage on her from the fact that she was wrestling when she was still a, a you know a young teenager. So, yep. like she like she's she has a lot more mileage on her body than her age would suggest.
0: Yeah, um, let's get into some of these comments. Um, Jared says, "I'm so uh, upset. Paige is done. She's an OG who didn't get to go down swinging. The whole uh, year and a half was a shit fest for her." Uh, yep. a, a shithole, I might add. Um <laughs> uh, Simon says Paige's legacy is that she's better than AJ Lee, and that's pretty much <laughs> <laughs> um, as well as the youngest woman to hold a championship in WWE. so I guess you could say her legacy is a wrestler too early and a star too late. Simon also said um, Brian was cl- was cleared by every other doctor and was told he could wrestle by everyone except WWE doctors. Polar opposite yeah. with Paige, who was warned by her doctor and cleared by WWE doctors um Nicholas Guerrero says AJ Lee took it to a new level then Paige stepped it up another level and the girls now took a took another step up and unfortunately we never got to see the full potential of Paige um Simon said not fans geeks and dumbasses uh apparently to the folks that were assassinating uh Sasha Banks' social media and <laughs>
1: um the- hold, hold, hold on hold on real quick anytime somebody hit, to be fair right Anytime any wrestler gets hurt in the ring be, with somebody else's actions, unless it's somebody that they don't like, like Roman Reigns or John Cena, that they, they, people will come out the woodwork and say you're dangerous, you're not you're a unsafe worker. Case in point, Seth Rollins, yeah, in 2015 when he broke uh, Cena's nose with a knee and then uh, and then ended Sting's career. Like I don't like I don't hold against like he's my third wrestler. I don't hold against because one, Seth isn't this, aside from that that need to to. Uh, to see he's never done anything that i was all
0: like oh yeah that is that is dangerous and that is dangerous and needs to stop right um yeah but with, with Paige, it's it, it's so unfortunate um you know i don't know if it's gonna be a situation where she's gonna be a coach now or if she's gonna transition into a manager role but i definitely um uh, am upset to hear that uh that essentially like this is gonna be probably be her career-defining run um, with, you know, the Absolution group because there was, you know, potential for her to, you know, get back on top of the division as a heel and then, you know, turn it back around whenever the group broke up. Um, It's unfortunate to see, you know, because I doubt, uh, and I mentioned this in my Anchor Show, that you've made all the money you're going to make at 25, and I, I imagine that wrestler check is a little bit different than the other ones, so... Um, you know, it's unfortunate, man. And, you know, she, she went through a lot this past year as, uh, I believe Dion alluded to, um, and, or excuse me, as, uh, Jared alluded to, and it's just like one more, like, you know, like thing to add to the list. So, uh, best way is to go out to page and hopefully, you know, this is a situation where if she's like able to recover, they can, you know, go back and change their minds, but, it does not look like a bright scenario. Um, something else to me that doesn't look like a bright scenario: John Cena versus The Undertaker. It looks like it is the the hot rumor this week in WWE and um, the WrestleMania rumor mill. James, this match comes, I feel like, <laughs> really late in both of their careers to really you know do anything aside be two names on paper. Um once again, dropped another anchor expressing my disgust for this match. James, wh- what are you what are your thoughts on this match? Um,
1: my thoughts is this should have happened at WrestleMania thirty two. Um, but it didn't because John Cena was hurt and they had to do this whole thing with uh, with Shane instead. But uh I don't know. Like, I'm not really. I don't really care to see another Undertaker WrestleMania match in a prime time, like gigantic spot where it's like you know headlining uh, WrestleMania as an anchor for the show. Uh, but there's always the hope that well, ju- there's always a the hope that well, Undertaker was really really hurt. Um, it had hip surgery in January last year, and then you know a couple months later wrestled in a, in a WrestleMania main event. So you think maybe with uh, with a year of time to recover and you know whatever else that he could be in better condition? Um, my thing is, at this point, I don't know what happened to John Cena over the last I don't know ten months or whatever else, but like
0: he's declining
1: quick. I don't know if it's because he hasn't because you know the story's not there or or whatever else aside from uh, the Roman match but like I don't think he could carry uh or help carry Undertaker like the way that he probably could have a year 18 months ago you know what I mean right um, I don't, so I don't I, think I'm I'm the wary same of that Cena. but like if we can get John Cena back into the ring um, on a consistent basis and kinda of, you know try to get some of his rust off of him. Right. Maybe we're in maybe we're in for a quality match. Who knows? Um but like I said, given what we've given what's happened with, with Undertaker over the last um over, over last year with the whole like is there a retirement, is it not? And then you know, he leaves his garb and everything there like it was done. I don't want to see Undertaker like if he doesn't retire, cool. But I don't want to see Undertaker in another match. No. Nah.
0: Like Undertaker out here finessing every year at WrestleMania. At this point, this is like this man's gonna win finesser of the Year if they do this yeah, and, and put it on at the main event again, James.
1: Yeah, like my thing is, if he doesn't want to retire, fine. But like, don't do it at WrestleMania because you basically, you know, you you did the whole thing um, in 2016 saying that like WrestleMania will no longer define you. Then you had a match where you basically, like, you know, you had to do say he's gonna retire you. Uh, he, he, you didn't say you're going. It was a retirement match, but like you lay your guard down, is almost like to say like this is the end of my run at WrestleMania. I'm in like if I retire, fine. But if I come back, then you know it won't be WrestleMania because it will longer defines you. So maybe. So I've always thought like if he does come back, let it be SummerSlam or Royal Rumble or or Survivor Series or whatever else to like to help add to a, to a card or whatever, right. but not WrestleMania because one, that's too much pressure for you at your age. Was he 52 now?
0: He's going to be 53 by the time, uh, WrestleMania 34 rolls around. Right. So like he keeps getting older
1: and like, he had, the demand to have a high-quality four-plus star Undertaker matches at WrestleMania is still there. So, like, it don't matter if he, like, wrestles another five years at WrestleMania and their matches are just okay or good. Like, we still want to see, like, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, CM Punk versus Undertaker. We still want to see those. And, honestly, he has not done that since 29 with CM Punk
0: yeah it's been it's been a rough like four years like i feel like undertaker hasn't done anything necessarily interesting since the end of an era match when he was you know doing all that mic work with triple h and Shawn michaels and you know playing off there that was the real end of an era like looking back on it you know 29 like i felt like he he caught a flat tire uh in, in a sense and that was like a that was a cm punk masterpiece and you know undertaker was there with the perfect guy to you know mask any deficiencies but then the Wheels fell off and you know, WrestleMania thirty, you know, he caught the concussion and you know, they didn't the whole lead up felt felt lame as fuck. Then um, you know, they break the streak, he comes back, he doesn't do anything to help Bray Wyatt build the other feud. They have that ten minute match where they just lumber around like like two big oafs and then um Yep Undertaker comes back and starts kicking people in the dick in the summertime. It's like what are they doing with the Undertaker? And
1: yeah, but at least but at least like those at least like that SummerSlam and the Hell in a Cell match 2015, at least those were really good. You know what I mean? So you had some hope for what was going to happen later, and then like he, you know, he kind of got screwed over by the Shane McMahon thing.
0: Like yeah, Cena got yeah. hurt, and, and then <laughs> those guys went ahead and punched each other for 30 minutes, yeah. and then then Shane went up there and decided, you know, he believed he could fly apparently, and um, <laughs> he went through the damn table wrestlemania 33 you know i wrote a column last year like he was like muhammad ali fighting against larry holmes like it looked terrible and i think he's a shell of himself i think he should uh as you mentioned what would stop them from like doing the end of the undertaker at survivor series the event where he debuted and then kind of send him off that way like let him you know be a sole survivor against you know a, a couple guys and Thank you, Undertaker, you know, and and take your ass on. But, like, the Undertaker, you, like, he's not Chris Jericho right now. It's like, there's no, like, Jericho is the ultimate exception for being the old guy that can still do it, go, be interesting, reinvent yourself. The Undertaker is, like, coasting on a reputation that was built a long time ago at this point. And to see John Cena and the Undertaker matched up right now, this just reeks of them be like, man, they... Like we, like man, this is we we never did this match before. Don't we look stupid for never doing this? So let's just do it now. Right? Like, man, they 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 should have done this earlier. Another thing
1: about it is, like, I'm thinking of the buildup, and like the only thing I think of is. You said that I was old to retire retired battered veteran or whatever, a batter veteran with a, a broke-up broke hip or a bad hip or whatever else, like, in your lead-up to, to Roman Reigns thing. Okay, cool. So then, like, so we're going to have John Cena versus, like, Undertaker on face-to-face on the mic. Like, what in the world... Could bro. could uh, John Cena do besides literally bury Undertaker and then say like yeah you can't get it done in the ring anymore and then they have a bad match You'd be like okay so you told <laughs> me that this dude can't get it done and like, then he has, and then y'all go out there and have a bad match where he goes out and wins like it goes out and loses nah man bro, I don't see that if
0: John Cena comes out here and does that that burial promo to the Undertaker like that that shoot burial promo that, like like he does to everyone else I'm going to scream like <laughs> but, but, but seriously like. What
1: in the world could they possibly do besides that?
0: I mean, bro, like, is, is is John Cena supposed to be spooked of the Undertaker I mean, in two thousand eighteen? Yeah, like like come on, man! Like John Cena, a grown ass man at this point. He's not no rookie. Like the, I think the way that they lay it out is like they they literally flash back to the beginning of Cena's career. They do a big thing off of him running into the Undertaker backstage, and then these guys having these parallel careers on different shows and never really crossing paths, and then showing the brief times that they did, like in two thousand nine when they were. At At Madison Square Garden. Like when they did that big tag team match before WrestleMania twenty three, it was John Cena and Batista versus uh or John Cena and Shawn Michaels versus Batista and Undertaker. Um, you know, things like that, and then just show them Cena being the guy that, you know, essentially, you know, was the big cash cow for this time, but he never really had a reason to go at the Undertaker. I think that's maybe how you do it. But it's way too late, bro, for to, to to tell that story. Like for it to be interesting at all. And, and then who wins? Was, was
1: like like okay, well, who? <laughs> who calls out who?
0: Right. Well, I think like, I, I think John Cena ends up calling out the Undertaker.
1: Or is it going to be a thing where like, oh yeah, it's going to be Raw twenty five. So Undertaker's already there. So like, I might as well come out there. And like, oh, seeing that you here, I need to ask you something. You want to run it? Like, okay. Like,
0: yeah. But I got one thing left to do um <laughs> all right fine fine whatever
1: like yes i'm it it could be you know it's it's one of those things where like it's like the resignation of, of of what's happened with a lot of this uh part-time or stuff in in wrestlemania was like yeah that that could be good it could also not and if you ask me what's more likely to happen it's that it's not good yeah so let's get um, a couple of these this comments is one where i i think that here's the thing I think their few could be I think they're, you know, the, I think they can have come up with an interesting uh build up but I don't know about the match. I'm I'm more I'm more uh I'm more convinced they can put on a compelling uh build up than than, that, than the actual match. Is that
0: fair? I, oh yeah, especially at this this rate because like the Undertaker is a complete mystery, and then Cena—you never know what, what side of the bed he's going to wake up on. At this point, he can either had a—he can had a match he had against Jason Jordan, or he can had a match he had against Baron Corbin. Like <laughs> you never—you never know. Um, let's get into some comments. Simon says, this is such bullshit. <laughs> Nicholas Guerrero <laughs> says, ne- neither guy needs to do this match. It will only hurt legacies. Simon says, has anyone seen the interview from 2002 where Taker said he doesn't want to be the washed up guy? Welp. Um, I've seen that one. It's right before uh, hey, WrestleMania hey, hey, 18.
1: Hey, hey. Well, here's the thing, Simon. Like, I'm sure he didn't want to be washed up veteran, but like, by all accounts, or not by all accounts, but by some accounts, like, his brand ain't exactly as as nice as he as as you would think it would be for a person that you know basically I like works five days a year and makes and collects a million dollars. So you kind of got to do what you got to do. So you um, know I ain't gonna knock nobody for saying they want
0: they want more money. Especially especially Vincent Man's money. Like somebody got to take some of that. Um, Josh said Shane put on a triangle, and I, I think that was probably in response to me saying they they stood and punched each other, and then Shane wanted to do a gravity test. Um, <laughs> uh, Jared says, you,
1: "You remember how bad that promo was that that uh, Shane uh, cut about the Undertaker? It was pretty much like the worst version, the anti, the worst version you could possibly do of what Daniel Bryan said about Brock Lesnar, or like um, when he when does." Uh, Brian did that promo about uh, for AJ Styles about about Survivor Series against Lesnar yep. about like you like once you get past ten minutes you're gonna blow up and then like we'll see what happens now because you're a quitter. Well, if I remember correctly, Shane cut kind a of promo. against Undertaker said that your body's gonna collect your body's gonna was it? Uh, your body's gonna collect too much red blood cells and then like your body's gonna just burn out or something. Like that. It was so it was and he didn't like. He said it so uncharismatically, it was like, wow, like, I have no, no reason to want to see this match. This is going to be terrible. (laughs) I was kind of right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jared said, nah, if they wanted to end Undertaker at Survivor Series, they would have done it against Bray back in 2015 at the 25th anniversary. Uh solid point Dion says they can do a mixed tag taker and michelle versus cena and nikki i'm done with mixed tags like <laughs> except the mixed match challenge which looks really fun but um at wrestlemania no they ain't they ain't macho man in uh in uh sherry so um uh look, si- simon they, says
1: hey nikki look they're not mids and maurice either
0: yeah, um, Simon said Wait, we
1: just saw one of those last year and it was awful.
0: Why do you want to see another one? <laughs> Simon says Cena like would would be the Undertaker promo. Uh, he said because when people look at you, they see a washed up wrestler um, more past his time than Ric Flair. Like uh, that sounds like something that uh, he would say. Um, Casey says he usually works. Uh, Casey Norton says I usually work Sunday afternoons and miss this show. So so happy to be here. We in here. Damn right, Casey. Glad to have you listening. But um, yeah, man, Undertaker and Cena. I don't know, bro. Like I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not here for washed up wrestlers anymore. I'm just not. And just, just seeing it is just. And then we'll have Kurt Angle on the card hobbling around um elsewhere. <laughs> I'm straight, bro. Like. <laughs> So yeah, like I, I, I
1: did I wouldn't even think about that part. I was thinking about like separate in a vacuum. I wasn't even thinking about the part where it's like, oh yeah, they're going to also do like angle versus triple H and, and who, and who knows what the hell Shane does. But I don't even think about that part, but yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Um, but, um, moving on, um, I, I, I'm pretty much done with, um, the thoughts of the undertaker at WrestleMania, um, anymore. Um, oh, hold on, hold on real quick. Given what's happened
1: on like with where we are on television, uh, this year, and we're leading into this year. Don't you feel like it would have been a pro? Like, we, like, if we were to go back a year in time that we could have gotten, like, Miz versus Roman at WrestleMania, and then uh, had Cena versus Undertaker at WrestleMania, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of got, like, they kind of could have done th- what they're doing right now. They could have done this last year, they could have.
0: Uh, Deion Murphy says, do a casket match. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just bury him. <laughs> oh, man. They,
1: they, 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 you know what? They need to have a stipulation. You know what stipulation I'm thinking? Last man standing.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can't ever have a bad last man standing match.
1: And if you do, you should never wrestle again. So, yeah, that's. They J- might. Look, that might be the way to go. Put a stipulation on there to that anybody that's getting to from the storytelling and go from there. 'Cause they're not finna go out there and and, uh, and they're not finna go out there and put on a night to Okada
0: match. <laughs> they're no. not. Um Josh said, I'm excited for all the nostalgia acts for Raw 25th anniversary is the right way to use past performers slash part-timers. Josh, you are absolutely 100% correct. But you know why I'm not excited for it? Because we see nostalgia all the fucking time in WWE. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they they won't let go of 1998, 1999, 2000, 2001. And it's just like, yo... But I am excited, like, if they bring back the really old-timers, like, when I see stuff like Jake the Snake Roberts or, like, Scott Hall, that that's the stuff I, I can I can get into. Like, I don't need these dudes, like, occupying real estate on WrestleMania cards anymore. I'm just done with it. it you know, it wouldn't be that bad if there were just two of them. But the fact that there's, like, five, there's almost, like, five or six, like, there's Shane, there's Triple H, there's You're Undertaker. Taker. Right. If, if there point, were only a few Cena. of them, it would be much more tolerable.
1: Yeah, like, and then you know, like, depending on the year, like, there's a Jericho that could pop in. There's a there's a Batista that could pop in. There's a Rock that could potentially pop in. Like, there's so many guys that, like, depending on the year, can just hop in here and be like, "Yep, yeah, I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna like." There's four, you know, headlining uh, slots. I'm gonna or, or eight headlining slots. I'm gonna take one of them, and then like he'll take one of them, and then next thing you know, you look and be like, "Damn, bro, there's four big matches, and like five or four to six of them are are filled by." are uh, filled up on the slots by old guys that like don't work every day anymore like that's a that's an issue
0: yeah um but the the next thing we're gonna um jump over and um let's see is the w w e Mixed match challenge and this looks really fun um i've seen people you know say some fears that you know they don't know if people are gonna be used right and and the way I took it was it's kind of a separate universe that's, you know, kind of like has its own, you know, type thing. Uh, we've, we do have baby faces and heels teaming up. Uh, we have weird combinations. We have ones that kind of make sense. Um, but let's go through the, the teams that ended up uh, being assembled. So we've got Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman, and their charity is Connor's Cure. Um, obviously, small, small little woman with huge giant monster. Um, Charlotte Flair and Bobby Roode. Their charity is Girl Up, and they are—I believe—they were put together simply to be called the Robe Warriors. <laughs> the Robe Warriors. Uh, Sasha Banks and Finn Balor were put together, and they're representing the special. No, you Olympics. know what they really put together? Why?
1: Because Charlotte and because Charlotte and Bobby Roode both have Ric Flair gimmicks. That's why. <laughs>
0: Also, AJ Styles was not available for this. So, start. We
1: don't. We don't talk about. We don't speak about that in public. Move on. Move on. Move on.
0: Yeah. Um. You know. Stay woke, Charlotte. AJ Styles. Those
1: things out loud. You trying to get somebody caught up?
0: (laughs) Yep. So, um, the next team, uh, I said with Sasha Banks and Finn Balor, they were representing the Special Olympics. Uh, two big fan favorites that seem to get beaten like a drum by the company. Uh, so that actually yeah. works uh perfectly uh well and they usually both have hard ring gear. Um Lana and Rusev, the husband and wife, uh the global they're representing global citizen. I feel like Lana's about to eat a pinfall early. Um, we have Naomi and Jimmy Uso, who, if this were a shoot, I may go with them um, <laughs> uh, the boys and they represent the Boys and Girls Club of America, and you know they 're going to bring tons of athleticism to the ring and it 's going to be interesting seeing uh Jimmy start being positioned elsewhere you know from Jay. I hope they never um, do that by the way um, so, like I'm, I'm gonna let you finish the
1: list, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna make a comment about uh, about these uh these charitable organizations. But go ahead.
0: Yeah. Um, Nia Jax and Apollo Cruz, they're representing representing Susan G. Komen um, the funny thing that's been going on with Nia Jax and Apollo Cruz, they've been all over social media and Titus Worldwide has been really excited that they're affiliated with Nia Jax while Nia Jax is just disgusted at at the thought that she's gonna hang around Dana Brooke and then <laughs> the the self promoter the self promoter <laughs> Titus O'Neill. Um I am here for Titus Worldwide all day every day. Um, Oscar um, and the Miz—they're uh, representing Rescue Dogs Rock. Oscar uh, is ready to kill everyone, and the Miz is just overjoyed that he gets to just watch. Alicia Fox and Goldust are teaming up for Higher Heroes USA. Goldust continuing his trend of only tag teaming with, with black folks, which is just like <laughs> over- <laughs> a running joke that that will never die. <laughs> You know who who can forget Book Dust? You know who can forget the Golden (laughs) Truth? Who who can forget Cedric Alexander and Goldust teaming up? Who can now and now Alicia Fox adds to the great legacy of Goldust tag team with Black folks. Goldust, you were invited to my cookout. Um, Bailey and Elias are together, which is just. You know, I mean, they they um kind of got backdoored together. Samoa Joe really won the voting, but he was injured. Um, hopefully, he'll be okay. But they're representing AmeriCares. Um, Natalia and Shinsuke Nakamura are together in a weird pairing, um, and they're representing Make a Wish. Becky Lynch and Sami Zayn, James. You have to talk about this. Um, and they're representing UNICEF. What did you think of that reveal? I think we lost James, but I'm going to get him back on the line. Um, what looks like we got him? Live live radio, everybody. Uh-oh. Yeah, telling you. Yep, live radio, everybody. So, Becky Lynch and Sami Zayn, what did you think about that reveal, James? Oh, my God.
1: It's the funniest thing I've seen this year on wrestling. Like, <laughs> dude, like, okay, so... I saw uh, the video of it playing with no audio, and on, on like before they even aired it on SmackDown Live. So I see the video. I see him just some, some dude like walking up on Becky with like I'm like, dude, why does this dude have like a big black mustache and gray hair and glasses? That's weird. And a Randy Orton shirt? That's weird. And next thing I know, this man snatches off the wig, sn- snatches off the mask. I'm like, oh my god, it's Sami Zane. <laughs> A damn fool, and then I, and I thought to myself, like in the way he snatched it off with such enthusiasm, it was like, it was like yeah, was like, yeah was like yeah, I got you. Like you didn't know it was me. It was almost like I caught you doing it in the middle of something you weren't supposed to be doing. So,
0: or that man was a scammer.
1: Yeah, that too. So I, I start bursting out laughing, and I just could not believe it. you know, like. He's enough. I mean, he's part of the top uh, the top heel act in, in the brand, and they still treat him like a geek. They're like, yeah, they, they put, put a mask on. Like, yeah, put, go ahead. Like, we're going to dress you up like a clown. Yes. So put a wig on, yes. You're a clown-ass <laughs> nigga, put a wig on. Like, so, <laughs> so, so so, then from there, like, I started, you know, my mind, I go through all the jokes. I'm like, dude, he looks like one of the bad guys running from the Beastie Boys and sabotage.
0: I've never (laughs) seen that video but I'll have to check it out. It sounds funny. Oh my
1: god, bro. Like it's the whole video is like they're running through around Los Angeles and they're dressed as cops or whatever and then
0: Oh no. I I I, I believe James's laptop is giving him some absolutely uh terrible troubles. But um yeah, let's let's figure out what what he has going on here. So, I'm going to disconnect from James, but I'll read off a couple of the comments that you guys um, gave us. So, Dion Murphy says, Small woman, monster dude, uh, parentheses, porn movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Nicholas Guerrero says, No one should beat Miz and Oscar." You're correct. Uh, indeed, no one should beat Oscar. as I'm getting James back on the line here. Casey says, I'm going to have to Google AJ and Charlotte. Yes, you will, because we are not going to spill the, biz- the beans here. Um well, says, too late
1: you kind of already did
0: nah not not quite y'all need to just go see for yourselves um um jared lark says um bro rich tell me you did not just say that <laughs> i'm talking about booker <laughs> um in case said dusty raised those boys right the rose br- rose know about hard times oh man um and our last team
1: Wait, 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 wait. so you think like You think – never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. Just move on.
0: I'm not even going to get into it. So, and the last team was Carmella and Big E who were put together by fan voting and everything they've been doing with the pancakes is absolutely hilarious uh, backstage. Um, Has this been Carmella's best performance since she's, um, you know, had the briefcase?
1: is the most carried work she's done since she won that briefcase cuz I think I looked uh maybe a couple weeks ago whatever and I think she's only been in like 8 or like 11 matches or something like that. She's like 3 and 11 or something since she won the briefcase on on TV. So yeah, like it's it's it's, it's been really bad.
0: Man um, but yeah, those are the, all the teams. So let's look at the brackets. So the the first round matches um, are it will be Finn Balor and Sasha Banks taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Natalya. Because anytime you got to beat your fan favorites right away, you do. Um, <laughs> um, we've got the Miz face and Asuka facing off against Biggie and Carmella. We've got Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss uh, against Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch. So you know you're gonna. Gee, be...
1: I wonder who's gonna lose that.
0: <laughs> um, Goldust and Alicia Fox against Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Uh, Gee,
1: I wonder who's gonna lose that.
0: Yep. Um, we and on the Raw side, we've got Elias and Bailey against Rusev and Lana. Um, we've got Apollo Cruz and Nia Jax against Sh- Bobby Roode in Charlotte. So.
1: Gee, I wonder who's gonna win that. <laughs>
0: Um, I, I think this is, a uh, I, I don't know. I would have done the brackets a little bit different. Um, but, but it looks like it's going to be like, there'll be some type of second chance fan vote spot. There may be some type of, um, like double elimination type thing. Uh, but I'm pretty excited for this. I think, um, it's going to be cool just to see them interact and you don't really see the men and the women like interact with each other a ton. And I think that could lead to opportunities for like cool storylines, because it, it sometimes i think it gets like and this is one thing i enjoyed about wrestling in the old days was the interaction between like you know a trish Stratus and a triple h and the rock and lita and stephanie and you know being all like involved and it, it isn't like its own universe it's like man those women they don't even they're in a completely separate you know uh stratosphere than us so i think that's gonna be really cool uh is there anything in particular uh, in this tournament you're you're looking forward to james
1: um, just to see what they do as far as like uh, their wrestling. Like, are they going to actually like let them have like you know uh, matches matches that are based on their their athletic ability and uh, and oh my god, uh, oh my- athletic ability? Or are they going to do like sports entertainment stuff or not sports entertainment stuff? But like, but have like. You know, weird finishes or whatever else, or are they going to are they going to try and use like storytelling to tie in the fact that like this is a heel and, verse, and a and a good guy that are teaming together? Who's gonna who's gonna more or less influence the other? Right, you know, like <laughs> will it be like will there be heel and face turns based off of this? Like, will they actually like use this as part of uh, canon and storytelling on the um, the main shows, or will that just be like, yep, yeah, it's not canon, it's just like main event or superstars. Or whatever else, where we just like we put it on with, with the WWE superstars, but like, nah, don't
0: give you don't have to give a fuck about this at all. So we'll see. Um, couple couple comments. Oh yeah, we're definitely going to get into uh, that. Dion. Um, Josh says, fix your call quality. Uh, so I guess uh, James's internet needs to um, get right. Apparently, um, Nick says WWE needs to push Elias. He could be huge. He's got the look, a good gimmick, good talking skills, and charisma. I'll say this about Elias. He is definitely what they're looking for, and he owns the crowd when he talks to them. And he has something that people like. Personally, not my cup of tea, but I'm not important in this situation, like because like he's Elias isn't like at a level right now where I have to care enough. So just let him do his thing. What do you think about that, James?
1: He has a I mean he has a great look and he can talk, but the bell eventually has to ring and when the bell rings he's gone awful. <laughs> so if he improves in the ring he if he improves in the ring he might have a shot but as of right now in the year or not the year like the seven months he's been up, there's nothing there um he was in the ring with Balor had nothing uh, multiple times had nothing um in the ring with Jason Jordan, who's one of the uh, better workers in the company. In the ring, had nothing. Fought Roman Reigns, had nothing. Fought John Cena for for 15 minutes, had absolutely nothing. Um, had 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 John Cena getting this boring chance in his first time back since like uh, Survivor Series. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Casey Norton says, give Elias some time. I think they've got plans for him. I do agree. I think they do have plans for him. Now, the result of those plans. Of course they
1: do. Like, listen to how they talk about him on
0: commentary. They put him over huge. Even while he's having bad matches. (laughs) Yep. Um, So, flashback, we didn't address that Simon question that I saved. Um, He said, what did The Undertaker's streak accomplish? Putting over Goldberg
1: uh you asked me like okay the whole idea you thought was that eventually it would lead to a gigantic star uh getting made off the fact that they broke the streak right right it accomplished nothing which is why they should never have broke the streak to begin with with lesnar which we've been saying that for what four years now
0: <laughs> i remember when it happened it was like the the feeling was so cathartic that goldberg like squashed lesnar then it's like holy shit, what did they just do? Like, <laughs> like they, they, it was so good, they hoodwinked us and and completely undid their own... They, it was like a reset, essentially. But
1: not really, because at the end of the day, regardless of whatever happened with, with, um, with whoever Lesnar was going to lose to or whatever else, like, ultimately, there was this whole thing where, like, you know, Brock Lesnar was a, was a heavyweight world champion cage fighter, so he kind of was already, like, a star... Yeah. So he kinda didn't need the rub of, of beating the Undertaker because he was already a star. So, <laughs> so, so what the fuck so what the fuck was the point? Like the, the whole thing was always moronic. It was always stupid. It was always dumb. Like you go back and watch um the uh that match at WrestleMania 30,
0: uh-huh,
1: and you see how the crowd reacts were like literally like there's no sound. Like it took them until the main event after that happened for them, for people to, like, halfway through it, for people to be like, they actually get into the match. Like, I think about the time you got the RKO Batista bomb deal on the table, like, uh-huh. that's when the crowd actually, like, really <clears throat> got in, got into the main event because of everyone was just like, did these dudes really just did this?
0: Yes. And, and like, if they did that to Undertaker, what would they do to Daniel Bryan? Oh, yeah. but well, that's that, too. Um, yeah. So, a couple comments on here. Um, Jared says, it's not Vince overseeing the tournament. So I feel like these interactions could be very, very interesting. You are correct. Um, I was really, ha- Dylan says, I was really happy to see Becky and Sami Zayn team up. Then I saw who they were facing. Like, come on, man. Yeah, because, you know, if anything's going to happen, we're going to have Sami Zayn go over Braun Strowman <laughs> in round yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or,
1: or, better yet, or better yet, have, like, be- Becky go over Alexa Bliss after what they right. did to them uh, a year ago. Right. Uh, where, rant- like, they, where they fucked uh becky like six ways from sunday
0: yes um rant says sammy is trying to pull is gonna be trying to pull becky to the dark side i hope not he better stay away from our our good and pure uh becky lynch um jared lark says el- well, el- yeah
1: well that was a storyline like they, apparently, it was rich yeah apparently like that got caught from the tv but like the storyline um the part of it at the end was like both of them basically trying to show each other like like she basically, I'm gonna try and bring Sammy back, you know, to the good side, and then it's almost like some some Kylo Ren and um and and uh oh my God, I'm blanking on her name and uh and Ray from from um, from Star Trek Star Trek Star Wars. My God, so where they basically like one's good, one's bad, and they might end up they, they're trying to bring the other one to their side, but they might end up flipping at the end. But we'll see. Like that might that might be what they're going for, but they cut it off from from TV because we can't ever get like nuance.
0: Can't do that. <laughs> um. Jared says, "Elias is not god awful." Hello, I don't know. Huh? You know, it, I, I you know, I I don't watch. Have wa- you ever I seen any of his matches? <laughs> I haven't really paid attention to Elias aside from like his 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 um, great value rock concerts. So, uh, you know, I haven't really paid attention.
1: Look. Name me a match. That, name me a match that wasn't that like recently anyway. That like did not get boring, chance or whatever else, or the crowd just basically sit on their hands. And then I might like relook it. But like every time I've seen him in a match, it's been the same thing. or the crowd's not into it. He does nothing. Like don't get me wrong. Like he has a beautiful uh, uh, a beautiful uh, top rope elbow. But I'm not, and I'm not saying that he's a stiff or anything because I don't think that. I just think like he's not really good at wrestling yet. Or if he'll ever be, he's just not. So, it is what it is. Like if he improves, that like, he has a shot. But like, I mean, he already has some stuff going for him. Where, where he already has the look. He looks like Macho Man and Seth Rollins had a kid. And he looks like. <laughs> and I mean, and he has a he has he has a legit um, gimmick for heat, right? Whether it's go away heat or not, like that's up for y'all to decide. But like, people boo and they're giving him push, but. Until he proves in the ring, I don't really see that they're going to go any much that much further. Now, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he needs to be, uh, he needs to be freaking Seth Rollins in the ring. I'm saying he just needs to be able to put on a match for more than ten minutes where, or more than twelve minutes where the crowd doesn't just completely die on him.
0: Fair point. Um, Nicholas says, the streak is going to end up failing to put over Roman twice, once with Taker himself (laughs) and once through Brock. That's funny as shit. Yeah, because think about it. He already beat The Undertaker now. Like, like, so, like, is that streak energy, like, stuck with, with Brock Lesnar before But, you know, if my memory serves me correct, uh, Roman Reigns defeated Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose in a triple threat match, even though Brock was not pinned, He still lost. So, like, did Roman really get the streak energy? And then, like, it went to someone else? Like, does Rusev have the streak energy? Does – where is the streak energy, James? Dude,
1: remember, I said this when it happened, when they – after uh, WrestleMania – or actually not even that. Like, once we found out that the whole thing was we're going to build towards – uh, before even Wrestle- Royal Rumble 2015, when we found out like in that, like November 2014 that like it's gonna be Roman, it's gonna be Brock for the title, like I thought it was something, like. So you mean to tell me that they broke the streak so they can give the dude that uh, that broke the streak a loss? Is like so you mean to tell me like y'all using transitive li- transitive property to 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 get the streak over? That's not gonna work. No one gives a shit. That's not <laughs> how that works. And sure enough, and sure enough, it has not worked for him. And look where he's at now. Like oh, if you had man. told me in, in November 2014 that we just were we would be in Roman Reigns uh, in like the three or two three years later, I would never believe it. Man. Like I I always thought that like yeah that dude could be the next guy. Like he is the next guy right now, but like he's so lukewarm. Like you know it don't like he just he's like he's not the guy. He is a guy that they they have made into the guy, and it's not because you know he sells more than anybody else or anything else. It's just like. That's who they decide to go with, and they have plans, and whatever they decide is what goes. So, ain't nobody going to turn off
0: the television or anything else. It's just what it is. We'll just hope against hope that, uh, you know, someone gets hot where they're undeniable yeah. again. But they, <laughs> the, the I, I think they will, they will put a kibosh so on him.
1: good it. in the ring now. <laughs> yeah. And he's so good in the ring now. Don't even matter.
0: Yeah, um, so Casey Norton says, great, um, Star Wars reference James. Uh, Simon says, may the streak energy be with you, and then <laughs> all caps, use the streak energy. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Yeah, so, um, what, shit, we were talking about uh, Elias and then went off into Roman Reigns somehow, so I don't know how that happens, but. Um, oh, body guys, body guys. Yes, body guys. guys, okay. So, um, yeah, Mixed What's Match Challenge. Next? What's up?
1: want to talk about jason jordan next since we talk about body guys jesus
0: um let's see uh yeah that was a mixed match challenge um it's gonna be pretty interesting you're gonna be able to watch it on facebook watch so uh definitely let us know what you guys think about that because uh, i don't know if i yeah i'm probably gonna cover it um a little bit in a column form but um yeah, man, um, the last thing I want to talk about today is the pending arrival of Ricochet. Uh, he was in PWG and gave, like, a farewell speech. All the wrestlers came out to the ring. It looks like he is uh, headed to WWE in a long overdue, uh, you know, signing. Uh, I, I just I think it's funny how they waited to get Ricochet until he was bald. Um, he lost his hair. <laughs> um, God, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> You know, uh, but, you know, Ricochet, cool dude, uh, met him over at WrestleMania weekend, uh, got a shirt from him, let him know, keep pushing it forward, and it looks like he's going to be able to get a chance to do that, uh, but James, like, do you think Ricochet is the kind of star that should skip over the NXT system, or should he go to NXT? And and become oh, and, oh, and become a what? fancy to- no. I'm not saying will he should he uh, it, will he just oh. become a fancy toy for them to play with in NXT or can he actually should he you know be in more of an AJ Styles vein
1: should or will should <clears throat> I mean hmm from I mean they're both they're they're a number of reasons for either one in the should category. So I don't really know. Um, I, I don't know, like right now, like given this time of year, if you were to bring him in, like what you could do for him saying that like, you would never, you would never actually, you know, use him for WrestleMania in any type of slot that matter because, why because we have, you know, these 45 year old guys. <laughs> um, so, um, I, so like, you know, you, I mean, you could be, I mean, you know, I mean, look at last year. You can end up being Braun Strowman and be told to move aside. You could be uh, yep. Joe, uh, Samoa Joey to tell you move aside.
0: You can be um, you can be clear like Finn Balor like two months before WrestleMania, and they're like, you know what, we just gonna wait.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> uh, so like you know, if 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 you do bring him up straight to the main roster, it'd be best to hold off until the night after WrestleMania.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but. If it's a situation where like they would actually you know do something with him, then yeah, sure. But I don't really buy that um, that they that they would. So it might be better off for him. Like in that case, where like if he needs to come and he needs to come in like right now, then yeah, NXT will be a nice spot for him. Um, like he could be the first challenger to uh, he could be the first challenger to Gargano or Andrade uh, for WrestleMania's uh, for uh, NXT New Orleans takeover.
0: I think they would have to put him in the main event of that show. Just looking at how everything's gonna gonna shake down in New Orleans and all the competition. I mean, it looks like we're gonna get um Kenny Omega against either Cody or I don't think they're gonna do a Bushi, but um and Tanahashi's gonna be on that Ring of Honor show. It's gonna be like the same, you know, type of deal. Yeah, um, but you
1: know they don't care about that.
0: <laughs> Casey's crazy. Um so so a couple comments. Um uh What did Casey say? So he said, apparently the requirement to go straight to the main roster is to be a former IWGP champion who is white.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically you got to be like, you got to be Brock Lesnar or or AJ Styles or who else is a a white former IWGP champion?
0: Bro, that might be it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like, modern times
0: at least. Um So Jared Lark Lark says, "Well, they put AJ in a non-important WrestleMania match in his debut, and he lost, and look where he is now." So I mean,
1: look. But at least he was in. But at least he was in a match that actually. He was actually in a match. What I'm saying is, like they don't like AJ Styles. I'm sorry, uh, Ricchet is as big a star as AJ Styles was coming in. He's not. So the, you gotta, you gotta like, he's not gonna debut and then like show up like the next Raw or whatever else, and you hear, you hear Rika, Shay Chance like, like that's bellowing throughout the entire arena for like a minute. That's not gonna happen with him.
0: I a lot of people don't know. know who nah, he is. Like he uh, wasn't on uh, television for gonna, you know a decade. It, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be in Philadelphia. The hardcore fans will be in effect if Ricochet came out and was the was the number two guy at the Royal Rumble and, and went in there. I feel like the the response will be deafening, absolutely deafening.
1: Maybe, but maybe, but it's not. He's not. He's not on AJ Styles' level back then. Like it's just not a. They're not the same. Like on the outside, Americans on the outside. Like where would where would uh where would Ricochet rank?
0: I mean, I think he's at least like top uh top three. Like you got Matt Riddle, you got Keith Lee, and you got like Ricochet. I think and you know, if if you're talking about guys that aren't like tied up to anyone, like Ricochet's not with New Japan anymore.
1: No, but I just meant like not not WWE or NXT. Oh, okay. That's
0: all I meant. Okay, I think he I think he's a top uh I mean He's at least top ten.
1: Yeah, I, I believe that. I, I, I would say probably top five. But my thing is like, is that the same thing as being AJ Styles, who was like literally on on like, granted, you can talk about whatever you want to say about NXT or about uh, TNA or Impact or whatever the hell they call it now or the Owl, whatever the hell it is. Uh-huh. But he was on TV for a de- for literally a decade, and like Puma, like. He was Puma. He wasn't even Ricochet when he was on, on American television. Except for Access. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Like he there's AJ Styles had a gigantic had a, a way bigger exposure to a lot of wrestling fans than than even Ricochet had. And that played into the part with AJ.
0: Let's see. Um so uh, Dylan says, "Yeah, Rich. That's a hardcore crowd, though. AJ is over everywhere. I think the I think you guys are underestimating like the impact of l- what looking like a star and getting Royal Rumble chance and, and can teach an audience in one night. Like if they send this dude in there, let him do all that crazy shit. You can't tell me that he won't be like any more over than Elias is, who they just pull out of NXT, who's a handmade developed WWE project. No, no, like, it's
1: absolutely, the- but absolutely. But my here's my thing, right?" Wonder World will make you think they will let him do all that crazy stuff. You see that? You look at 205 Live. Wonder maybe that's the problem. All, why would they let him do, uh, what is, or the hell it is, uh, double, double 450 uh, splashes on people? <laughs> hell
0: no. Look, may, may, maybe they, if they uh, got out of the way and let these dudes you know, do what they do, maybe somebody would get over. Um. Maybe,
1: <laughs> just maybe. Maybe. You're right. You you might have you might be on to something there, Rich, it's as if that's, you know, not a what you know, it is as if you know, there's been some thought about that before around yeah. around the circles that everyone else in uh and that follows this this this, this show or, or this company. Yeah. Jared says you might but, be onto
0: something. Jared says, Can they pull a Mick Foley where Ricochet comes in and then gets eliminated and then comes in later as Prince Puma? No. And the reason I say no is because they haven't done El Generico yet with Sami Zayn. Which he's a heel now. This is ripe to happen. Like Sami Zayn gets fired and loses some type of career match and um and he comes back acting like, you know, El Generico and everybody knows is him, but but you know, Sami Zayn's old delusional ass acts like he's not Sami Zayn. Meanwhile he has the same body type and he doesn't shave his body like <laughs> and every and he wears the same gear and just puts a mask on. Yeah. Like
1: I think, I think if they do that with somebody, it will be Sami Zayn because they view him as a geek. And got, and also quiet or not quiet as kept like open secret for everyone to know that's out just out there. Like they did all that stuff with Mick Foley because they thought he was a geek as well. It's just he turned out to be <laughs> like you know a Hall of Famer geek that, that they treated like a geek for so long. But even though he kept getting over, like and at that point, like it was a situation where if you got over, like they would like stymie you because it's not their plans back then. Like Vince didn't really, Vince was like, I'm desperate for anything to work to try to, you know, keep the business afloat. So (laughs) now, so like nowadays, like you, you can't do that sort of thing anymore. I mean, you can, but like you, you won't get over.
0: Yeah, man. It's uh, it's tough, man. I, I, you know, and, and I, we had a, in the social suplex, um, you know, complex or uh, in the uh, so suplex, uh, you know, group thread, like I was expressing my disdain for like the NST system and like you know, like finding out what it truly is at this point. Like, is this like just a, a toy factory, a vanity promotion? Is it a developmental? Are there certain people that are protected for certain reasons? And with Ricochet coming in, th- he's like a perfect test for it, I feel like, you know, do they. You know, if they put him on top in NXT, what will it ultimately really mean if he they get to the if he gets the main roster and they don't know what to do with him? Like, what's the point? Well, I mean, here's the thing, right?
1: Vince don't watch NXT, obviously. Um, Vince clearly has like the footnotes on guys, and then like. Tries to rejigger things and and um and move things and try to quote-unquote, make them better and in the process a lot of times and most of the times makes things worse for the, for people and also you throw in the fact where like it's WWE so regardless of where they are coming from or whatever else you get a push for like three weeks to a month and then next and then next thing you know you're you get 50 and then you're just a, and then you're just a guy like everybody else like that's just this is what it is oh man like. I mean, there are occasions where you can be you can be Kevin Owens, but more more often than not, like you're Sami Zayn, you're uh, you the American Alpha, uh, you're Neville, you're you know you're you're all these other guys. Like besides Kevin Owens, who else has been a guy to come out of NXT and been like giving stuff to do on a consistent basis, for, like for their entire tenure? Charlotte, maybe.
0: I think you got to look at Charlotte. Um, You got well, nope. You can't say Finn Balor. (laughs) You can't say Nakamura. Nope. You you can't say Bobby Roode. They gave him Bobby Roode quick, real quick. Oh man, turned him regular. Um, But yeah, like. I don't know. I, I think if left up to his own devices, Ricochet could get over in one night on the main roster in the Royal Rumble if they choose to do that. But you know who knows what they're gonna do with him. Uh, if he's in NXT, I think the only downside is great matches, which you know is not. I'm not. That's not something I'm gonna complain about. But right. it will raise raise an eyebrow, like of what they really think of of these dudes and like what are they really developing. And if they're being used to sell tickets, like, why wouldn't you want to sell tickets on your main roster with them and make money with them? Well, is it just a preference thing for them? Like, you know, like, yeah, we, we don't want to do, you know, too much of what y'all want. We have our own guys who we want to, want to use for, you know, whatever.
1: Well, I mean, ultimately it, you know, what we always talk about is like they pick picking choose. So, I mean, it comes, it depends on what they want. Like, it's all dependent on what they want to do. Um, and so, you know, whatever happens where they get into the mood of wanting to give somebody a push for whatever reason, not the blue, then there you go. Like, you're generally over six weeks or, or six months, or, you, or you're or uh, Titus O'Neil getting a W on TV, or Titus and uh, Apollo Crews getting a W on TV at random, but... They they do. They just pull rabbits out the heads and or know, like they pull straws and be like, oh, let's give somebody a push this week. Because the thing is this, they have so much talent that like so many of these guys could be in better slots than they are. it's just It just really comes down to who they decide to pick to do that or if they get over to a certain level. Like, there's no reason why Rusev Day should not have won and what's it called? Uh, should not be the tag team champions right now and then have them have a few with rusev right now they decided it's time for benjamin and, and, and gable they've done a great job they've had great matches on tv title matches but
0: like they, chose they, they chose an
1: inferior um uh, they chose an inferior team to challenge themselves yeah they pick who they want yep
0: and and i think a, a big thing with rusev right now he's he's so organic he's he's so over right now but it wasn't I don't know if it's his time in their eyes to be like that, or if nope. they even care about him at this point. And this is the internal struggle with fans in WWE, I, I believe. So it's like we we give you the answers, and then <laughs> they look the other way. <laughs> nah, we, nah, we we, oh, we no, got no. this. It's
1: what I, Roddy Piper. As soon as we come with the as soon as we come with the answers, they change the questions.
0: Yes, <laughs> I think I think that's a great place to end it, James. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um, everyone make sure you guys tune in to the social suplex podcast network the smc podcast released their wrestle kingdom 12 review was a very good listen uh with uh, and josh did a run-in on that show keeping it strong style will be debuting their the results of their awards james you were gonna say something no 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 okay keeping it strong style will be um you know revealing the results of the new japan awards and ricky and clive have been going super strong uh, for us on the network as well. You guys can check me out on, on the uh, Anchor app as well. If you don't have the Anchor app, please download the Anchor app. Um, you're going to get quick hit audio um that I'm sharing in the group you know if if you have it in the app it's a little bit like more seamless you can call in you can do a couple things with it we're going to be implementing uh, it with shoot saturday you know our popular you know theme of saturdays we want to make this like an audio type uh form and give you guys a chance to like you know get out there a little bit more like your wrestling opinions and have some more fun with it like uh it w- like how it works is you'll download the app um, you can either add me, you can add uh, Ricky, you can get add Jeremy, uh, whoever you want to add, pretty much and and send it all over, you know, you get one minute to just shoot on whatever you want to shoot on and you do a call in. And then what we're going to do is compile all of them for a podcast that we'll release hopefully once a week. Uh, we can try it to see how it goes. And if you guys like it, um, that's we'll, we'll roll with it. Uh, but I'm also, you know, doing some things on my YouTube channel. You can type in youtube.com slash dangerous TV. All that audio will be there as long as, yeah, as well as like a uh, column, audio column trans you know, descriptions and, uh, things of that nature. Um, I have a new song coming for Chad Matthews's book, uh, that a couple people have heard and they've really liked. It's a wrestling theme song to, um, in conjunction with Chad Matthews's book. Um, so yeah, we got a, we got a bunch going on right now. Um, James, any final words before we get up out of here?
1: Oh yeah, for uh, the people listening, because um, now we've been doing this for an hour, um, people that even, even tune in or whatever, uh, pre- one other, Jay, we appreciate you guys, and also, um, you know, if you guys have, like, any other thing that you're also about as passionate as, uh, about as you are wrestling to listen to a podcast like this, um, let us know. Um, like, me, me and Rich have talked about this, kicked it around for a while, that, uh, that uh, we think that, like, I should or he thinks that I should like hop in and do other talk about different things. Like how I talk about wrestling. Cause I, you know, there's a few things I'm also into. Um, but Rich isn't also, isn't into that kind of stuff as much as, as I am. So like, it kind of be more or less, I mean, I guess kind of more or less like this, this podcast where like, except I'd be hosting it and I'd also be like doing most of the talking too. So, um, you know you guys have things you're passionate about like share with us or share with me and then we can try and figure something out i mean a lot of guys whether it's uh like simon or sierra or josh or whatever else or jeremy um you know we can come together and um and try to have conversations about certain topics and figure and um you know could put that on podcast form and figure this out so um just just hit me up and let me know um you hit me on a messenger on facebook that's all that's all i got
0: for sure uh, I'm trying to get James on his anchor because I think James style is like tailor made for for this medium especially like all the stuff we send back and forth about like uh, NFL stuff uh, like college football recruiting and everything else like that so I, th- I think that would be a really good uh, medium for him to explore but um yeah that's gonna wrap up the show this week thank you guys for listening uh, we would enjoy it if you left a comment uh, on uh, iTunes or a rating a review especially five star ones we enjoy those um Oh, yeah. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Five stars by Melzer. How about it? Are you asking me rhetorically or <laughs> do you really want to ask? <laughs> I just threw it up there. Okay. It, it could have got five stars. Yep. So um, that's that's going to wrap up the show. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Later.